0: Welcome to Clock Out, the Vicarious Life podcast. This is for the mavericks in the world who are on a mission to obtain freedom. What is freedom? We're about to find out. I'm your host, Tracy Miller, a free-spirited entrepreneur who has been chasing freedom her entire life. Beside me is my co-host, Jackie Asel, the anchor who keeps me grounded. Thanks for joining us. Hello and welcome back to the 12th episode of Clock Out the Vicarious Life. Today I'm here with round two of Hallie Zielinski. And round two because last time we recorded this beautiful interview and the SD card failed. So um, round two for me, which is awesome because she's got new and updated information (laughs) since the last time I talked to her a couple of weeks ago. I do. Yeah. Um, So Hallie is a photojournalist, an artist, and an educator and CEO with Beyond the Back. Country LLC. Welcome.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. Again. Again. (laughs) I know, it's like deja vu. Where
0: where am I at? And we are more prepared this time. (laughs) We are, this time we have drinks in our hands. I know, I got a
1: Coors Light. I got myself uh, a little white (laughs)
0: claw, don't judge. (laughs) Ooh, (laughs) you're one of those. Yeah, not normally. (laughs) It just needed something a little lighter today. Something, you know, late in the day, having a beer would probably put me to sleep and that doesn't make for the best interview.
1: My grandma used to say that beer puts hair on your chest. When I was growing up, I'm like, well, I don't know if I really want that, Grandma.
0: Yeah, really no. not sure if I want
1: hair on my chest. Yeah, well, but, you
0: know, uh, it's, it's, it's. <laughs> Worth it. I would have hair on my <laughs> chest before I would give up beer. I am a huge fan of beer. Exactly.
1: Like, Give me a growl or I'm going for it. <laughs> yes.
0: Amen. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I could have had a glass of wine, but like I tell my husband all the time, I'm I'm hilarious on wine. So oh. I can't do that because I'd just be too funny for a podcast. Oh, really? No, I'm not funny. He. No. I think I'm funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he does <laughs> <laughs> that's how that goes anyway okay back to you know what we deserved that we deserve that extra long introduction after we having to do this twice yeah um okay Hallie tell me about just give me a give me a, an overview photojournalism to me when I think of that I first I think journalism like you're writing things mm-hmm. but photos yep. tells me that maybe you're doing cool pictures with it or exactly. exclusively exactly okay yeah. tell me about so, that
1: so photojournalism um is basically what you just said so it's When I go out on a story, I'm like writing from the first person and getting the story out there. So a lot of times when people write, it's, how do I explain this? Um, It's, you put yourself into it, but you're like, I, what I do is I go out and I write and I'm putting other people into that same, Mm. does that make any sense? Kind of, yeah. So the first one I did for Distinctly Montana, because that's who I write for, I used to write mm-hmm. for Outside Bozeman, and oh gosh, there's a couple other ones uh, that I used to write, Bozone Magazine, I don't uh-huh. think they're around anymore actually, but I used to write kind of like just like very draw, like just drawn out stuff, it didn't like really make any sense, and for Distinctly, I started going back, and I was like, okay, I want to do something different, because nothing wrong with history of Montana, and nothing sure. wrong with what, how people write, but it's... To me, it doesn't, like, put me in place of what people do. Mm, mm-hmm. And I wanted to, like, get people out there because I used to read a lot of Zane Gray's. Oh, sure. And uh-huh. I don't know if you know any Zane Gray, but he puts you kind of in the moment. So when you're reading a book, you yeah. actually kind of feel like you're there. Like
0: more exper- experiential? Yeah, exactly. Is that a word? Experiential? Ex- it is now. It is, right. Yep, we made it. 10-4. <laughs> <Ten four>. Okay. <laughs> no, that makes dictionary. total sense. But
1: yeah, so I wanted to write more of that style, mm-hmm. and so I tried writing that style a lot of the time for Distinctly, and it never worked out. They just kept failing constantly. And I started doing research and started, like, you know, like, YouTubing stuff, like, sure. believe it or not, and trying to figure out, like, well, how can I write that way? And I finally just put it out to distinctly. I was like, I'd really like to write, like, the photojournalism, like, uh, that style. Sure. Which is kind of odd because photojournalism is, when people think of it, they think, like, war correspondent, that kind of stuff. Like, you're going in and, yeah, like, you're writing for the newspaper. Like, Montana Standard is the photojournalism kind of part of it. Okay. Where you're actually, like, you know, getting a story from you. You're on site. You're Mm. finding out what's going on in the news, that sort of thing. You're taking the photos for it. Sure. Sure. I wanted to bring that actually to the magazine and I wanted to do the first person Mm -hmm. and I wanted to make it a story so people could like walk along with me on my journey and so I was like this is this has got to be something I have to have something here because I'm like always trying to find like how I can get in like to do stuff like that and I went to him with a sheepherder article and that's where I was like, okay, I'm just going to wing it. I'm going to, like, ask them if they want to do something with sheep, like, Peruvian sheep herders in the Gravelly Range, which is just right outside Anna's.
0: Okay. And I was like, okay, just going to see. Yeah, and that's and different. I don't think yeah. I've read an article well, on yeah, that before. Well, yeah, and I,
1: like, researched, and distinctly Montana does a lot of stuff where it's the history of Montana, but mm. it's, it's beautifully written, but it's kind of just... History, Sure. You know, like if you're looking through a history book and it kind of like tells you stuff and they have like every now and then they'll have like a guest writer do something. Sure. And I thought, well, I'm just going to reach out. I'm going to see what happens. And Mm -hmm. this is like literally, I'm no joke, probably 10 or 12 years like of me trying to get with this magazine. And the reason why I like them and over the other magazines, I like, you know, there's Big Sky Magazine and all that is they were the history of Montana. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, fourth generation Montana. Uh And I'm like, I want to keep that. But yeah. I want to put that, you know, so I went to him and I said, hey, do you want to like take on the herder article? And it's in the gravelly range. It's the Peruvians. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. Not sure. having a clue what I was doing. Right. And I didn't hear back for a little bit. And I'm like, okay, that went failed miserably yeah. again. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. And the editor got back to me. He's like, yeah, this sounds great. Go for it. What do you need from us? And I thought. Oh shit! Now I need to actually do. <laughs> I don't
0: know what I need. I don't know what I'm I doing.
1: Like, I was like, I was like, oh shit! I need to write this now, and I had no idea who to contact. Like right. literally, no one. I just like like with like,
0: the Peruvians. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't. You didn't even have a permission slip no. with them. Yet. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My permission slip was literally going to the Gravelly Range because I went there every year because it's gorgeous, mm. and I go there and I'd see them in their sheepherding tents. Okay. And their wagons and stuff. And they would, you know, when I would drive by, their dogs would be running around mm. and they'd like look out their you know, wagon and wave. And I'm like,
0: hey, how's it going? Yeah. Just You're a cool again. job. You know, <laughs> it's like, I'd love to be you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like,
1: right? <laughs> I'm that stalker. Yeah. You know? so, I'm like, so I'm literally like that. That's it. Nothing. Yeah. So I'm like doing all this research. And I found a company <clears throat> that does a lot of the Peruvian, like sheep herding out there for their sheep, for their, you know, they make clothing. And so I reached out to him and I was like, hey, so do you mind if I come on your sheep drive? And because they do an annual sheep drive in the spring and then again in the fall. And it's bringing the sheep out of the gravelies down to their ranch in Dillon. And so I was like, hey, do you guys mind if I like, you know, cruise along with you? And I don't know what I'm doing. I didn't say that, but I was like, of course not. I'm like, you guys will allow me, right? This is great. Just tagging along. You know, they instantly got back and they're like, we have never (laughs) allowed, the first thing was, we never allow media to come on to do this. Oh. So what are you doing? And I'm like, Oh shit. Oh, <laughs> so I've already
0: pitched exactly. this. He's already said exactly. yes. <laughs> I'm like, he's already
1: said yes. I've actually told him I know what I'm doing. And I really don't. And it's my I first know. time. It's <laughs> been 10 years of
0: being rejected. <laughs> I know. So I'm just like, Oh my
1: God, this is going badly. <laughs> so I get back to him and I'm like, well, I'd really like to do one on the Peruvians and what you do and how they do their work. And blah. you know, it just like, like came yeah. out. And he got back, and he was like, let me talk to so-and-so, and sure. I'll see if you can get on with us when we do our fall.
0: Oh, wow. Like, okay. yeah, sheep drive. And I was like, oh, crap. So that wasn't like a complete no. No, I was like, okay, this is good. This is going yeah. good. And
1: they actually got back, and he's like, yeah, you can go. Wow. And I was like, oh, thank
0: God. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> Your bacon was saved. I know. I was like, oh, you just <laughs> saved my ass. Yes.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, we went for seven days. And I, like I said, I had no idea what I was doing. I had like my GoPro camera. I had this other camera. I had all these cameras off me. Like I literally looked like the tourist. And you, it was just you by yourself.
0: Nobody from the magazine. And it was funny
1: because when I get there, he's like, "Okay, you're going to meet me in the Gravelly Range on such and such road." And you know, I get there and I've got all my shit in the passenger seat. I have like I think I'm going to write on a notebook. Oh, so this Mm. is yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, I got a notebook. This is what people do, right? When they write. <laughs> when they get the story, they have notebooks with them yeah, all the time in the movies. And, for oh yeah. Sure. Yeah, you know, they're out there and they're like writing stuff down. So I literally had my notebook and all these like cameras and I pull up and he's like, "Where is it?" He's like, "Do you have a photographer with you?" I was like,
0: "Hey, me." It's me. <laughs> I
1: was like, "I am." And he's like, "Oh, oh, are you doing everything?" <laughs> he's like He's like, you know, looking at me like, "Oh my God, seriously, this is who they bring out here." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I'm sitting there. I'm like, uh, "Yeah, it's me. It's yeah, I'm a one-man one man band show." So, yeah. Did you
0: even have equipment, no. or did you have to buy everything? No. For and this? the bad
1: thing was, is I didn't know how to even put a recorder on my phone, so I didn't oh even have a recorder. <laughs> so I didn't even have I I didn't even have a recorder. Like I really, had, all I had was literally a piece of paper, like sure. a pad and pencil, and that's it. And so I'm like, and he's, yeah, so we got in his truck and I'm like, you know, got all this stuff hanging off of me and he's like trying to talk to me. He's like, oh yeah, the Peruvians when they, you know, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm not ready. (laughs) I'm like, let me get my piece of paper out. What now? Go back. (laughs) Oh my God. So I was panicked. I literally panicked because I'm like, you're talking too fast. I can't write that fast. Oh Oh my my fucking God. Yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how I got the story. Like I literally just was like, screw this. I'm yeah. not gonna write a damn thing. And
0: just I'm not memorize it. Or so remember. I just remember
1: So the whole seven days we were out there, you know, because we we're camping, we we're like going out with the sheep every day and the Peruvians, and I was like, I'm I'm gonna fail this miserably because I can't remember anything. I'm gonna like this is gonna go fucking hair, you know, like yeah. terrible
0: because I don't have anything written down. Yeah, but that I mean, like first, my first thought is that that might actually be because nice, it's going to come out in story format. Exactly. Because that's you what, come back and tell a story. Like, this is what I well, did. and that's what happened. So mm. that's
1: so I actually came back because, you know, they actually were like, do you want to – they go at the end. They were in their camper at the end. I'm like, okay, thank you guys very much for allowing me to come here. I'm so appreciative. And they're like, I'm like, the article will hopefully be coming out soon. <laughs> and, the, you know, they haven't even approved the article yet. But I'm right. like, yeah, it's going to be out. Oh, <laughs> I was making a lot of promises. Yeah, this. well. And I was hoping, I was so hoping, because I was like, if this does not like, I'm going to go hide in a cave and yeah. never come back out. And they're like, oh, do you like, you know, by the way, do you need our names? And I'm like, oh my God, I've been here seven days and I don't even, I didn't even write down their names. So I'm like, do you guys go to piece
0: of paper? Oh <laughs> my gosh.
1: it's <laughs> So funny. Yeah. yeah, so I literally went back home mm-hmm. and I sat there and I sat there and I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I going to remember to write this? And it just flowed. Like okay. I just wrote it in the first person uh-huh. and I was like, I'm just going to write it. Like you're walking along with me and we're going on this adventure together. And yeah. I just wrote it and I was like, it's either going to work or they're going to be like, what the hell is this shit? Yeah. Go back to square one. <laughs> and I, I sent it off. I'm like, this is going to be, and I had all the photographs. I was taking photos all the time. I was, and I pieced it together. So I had the photographs and I kind of like pieced the story around mm-hmm. the photographs. So when you're reading it, you could look at the story and then the photographs and like, Oh, that's what that yeah. was. And they got back to me, and he's like, this is excellent. Wow. He's like, this is what we want. He's like, please keep doing this.
0: Oh, my god! And I was like, holy crap. Like, am I a photojournalist now? I was like,
1: what did I just do?
0: (laughs) I am somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's really cool, though.
1: So it it was because it was like something that I'd wanted for so long finally materialized, and it was mainly because I didn't force it. Yeah. You know, it's Let like it every go. time I would force something, it never, ever worked out. It yeah. just was like I was, you know, forcing it. Sure. And so when this worked out, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And they told me, they're like, just keep doing this. Please keep doing these kind of articles because this is what we want. We right. want people to feel like they're actually going on that plate like adventure with you and yeah. th- they're in that moment with you and they're finding out about history of yeah. Montana in a different way. It's not like the textbook kind of history. It's this. right? And I was like, oh, my. Yeah, so it's been great. Ever since then, it's like I've written about the Blackfoot River, and I had to go up to Evando and hang out with the Blackfoot Conservation Group. Mm. And, oh, my gosh, I went to the Lewis and Clark. I had, to, I had to do a Lewis and Clark expedition. Oh, fun. Where I was supposed to, like, you know, find people that knew anything about the Lewis and Clark expedition up in the High Line. And I'm like, no. That was, you that, was,
0: know, yeah.
1: that was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. No one's going to be alive. No, no, nobody's yeah. left. I was like, no one's left, so how am I going to get this story?
0: <laughs> Interesting. And they yeah. requested that, or you? Yeah, they requested
1: okay. it because it was part of their, you know, when they do issues, like for summer and stuff, they kind of have what their feature is going to be about. And this one was going to be about the Lewis and Clark journey. Okay. So they're like, oh, do you want to go up to the Highline and find anyone that knows anything about Lewis and Clark? And I'm like, Well, what? Yes. Yeah, okay, I'll do that, but (laughs) I don't think I'm going to find anyone still alive. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, but that one was really cool because I, like, a shop teacher Uh had these, like, theories that he thought were wrong with the (laughs) Lewis and Clark journals. He literally thinks that it was all a lie. Oh, yeah. He was like, yeah, with he, evidence to back oh, yeah. that theory? Oh, yeah. Oh. He had, like, books that wow. he brought with him. And he had, like, LS evidence. And he's like, oh, yeah, this didn't happen and that didn't happen. And I've actually gone back to this place. And uh, I'm like, whoa. That's so it was, cool. Yeah, and I met this old couple that live on the, like, river that Lewis and Clark went down. He, like, all had all this history. They literally had all this history that is not in the history books.
0: Huh. And it was really
1: fascinating. So it was, like, stuff like
0: that. And like, that is, like, new information. It's, like, history exactly. that's not in a book. It's exactly. It's totally... And yeah. experiential and some of the stuff they
1: had is like I'm like, you know what? That could actually be true. Yeah. Like it wasn't just like, you know, like, oh, okay, this guy, I'm just gonna walk like away. Conspiracy theorist <laughs> over yeah, here. Exactly. <laughs> no, I was like, okay, this actually could be true. He's got some good points. That's and so awesome. yeah, so it's been really great. Like I just love writing about stuff like this.
0: That's awesome. what's what's next? What are you working on right now for for them?
1: Right now, well, I just did the C D T trail um and that yeah so i did that one which was really cool i went with my dogs and actually did part of the anaconda pintler okay and i had little backpacks for mm-hmm. Ranger and Charlie, actually Ranger only has uh, her little harness because she outgrew her backpacks. Oh, okay, but Charlie, he, she had her little ones on and she had a little bedroll. Oh, it was adorable!
0: My God, I'm <laughs> so, so jealous of it you. Was so
1: adorable. Did like, you
0: spend like like a week, a couple days, like uh,
1: just a few days? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I because I went to Glacier afterwards too and did part of the CDT up there to get the story. But, yeah, on the CDT, it was just great to be with the dogs. And I was, like, so proud of them. I was like, look
0: at my dogs. They're wearing a bedroll. That's awesome. (laughs) I I remember the first time I bought bought a vest for my scout, my little scout. He was only, like, I don't know, probably a year at the time. Yeah, that's right, because I I wouldn't put any weight on him until he was a year old, just for his little joints and ligaments. (laughs) And he got one of those cute little outbound Oh, hound, hound yes, whatever what, yeah yeah it was it was awesome it's like lime yeah. green and all i would put in it was like two little treats because i'm that's like exactly. well honey it's okay i don't want you to carry too much weight i've got it you know so he has this awesome vest that was green so i could find him yeah. but li- literally like no purpose that's, to like, it, but.
1: that's exactly <laughs> what Charlie's is like like charlie's got the little backpacks and yeah. she's got the bedroll and yep. she had the bedroll but i carried the treats <laughs> and all the food yeah the heavy, so i was like well stuff. you know when well and yeah. she goes in the water Oh, and sure. I yeah.
0: my <laughs> you know <what> your bed <laughs> <Yeah>. roll wet.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I learned my lesson with that. But yeah, it was great. I absolutely loved that whole article. So now that is amazing.
0: Yeah. When is that going to be published, by the <laughs> way? Because I'm obsessed. right know it is. Yep. I'm going to go ask about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the so the CDT. I want to chat about that for just a second because you are also you work at the portal mm-hmm. at the Pintler Pintler's portal, yeah. which is a hostel mm-hmm. in Anaconda that they I wouldn't say that they target cdt trail people but i mean that's the, yeah, kind, no, of that's the kind of people that come that, yeah. in there yeah um and the cdt trail any thoughts of ever doing the cdt trail hmm. and do you want somebody to go with you that is my new obsession <laughs> 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 it, not new i shouldn't say but anyway carry on
1: um no i have actually thought about it yeah i thought about doing the whole cdt and i would love to do it mm-hmm. and i would probably to be honest with you i think solo
0: yeah, me too. Me I thought too.
1: like I've thought long and hard. I'm like, what I want to do with someone else. And they're they're actually okay, I take that back. So sections of it. Wait, time
0: out. I just realized <coughs> you and I know what the CDT trail is. There are so oh, many people when yeah. I say CDT, they're like the huda wada wada. <laughs> <laughs> so give uh, quick overview. What is CDT? What's the con- it stand for? The Continental
1: divide trail. Which
0: runs from
1: Mexico to
0: Canada. Boom, drop the mic. Oh, and it snap. is Beautiful and diverse, and it's the hardest of the three. They call it the what do they call it? The triangle or the um, the trail (laughs) triangle? Whatever. The Appalachian and the Pacific Crown. Triple Crown. There we go. Um, Yeah, and it's the hardest through hike. The reason why
1: it's the hardest is, and the reason why I like it. Is I've actually been I was a wilderness ranger in Washington Mm -hmm. state, and I actually was the wilderness ranger for the Alpine Lakes Wilderness, which is part of the Pacific Crest Trail, which is part of that Triple Crown. Right, and between the Pacific Crest Trail and the Appalachian Trail and this the CDT the Column Divide, Mm -hmm. the Column Divide is like more rugged. Yes. It's the rugged of them because the Pacific and the, like the Appalachian, there's a lot of, I mean, you can, you can't really get lost on those trails. There's right. a lot of people on and, them.
0: And more remote, like there's stretches where there's no towns for yeah. days. like on the days. CDT, and it's you get like, lost.
1: oh yeah, on the CDT and parts of like Colorado and stuff and even parts, you know, like down in the southern part, you get, you can get lost. Right. Easily. Yeah. And so that's why a lot of people, it's funny because the CDT hikers we get come into the hostel. Mm-hmm. I'll ask them, I'll be like, oh, did you do, you know, the Pacific Crest or did you do the Appalachian? And a lot of them are triple crown and mm-hmm. they save the CDT for their last one. Mm-hmm. And okay. I've asked them, I'm like, which one ha- you know, I like love asking oh, questions. Th- oh my gosh, some ask of the questions, like, yeah, yeah. And I'll ask them like, well, which one did you like the best? And mm-hmm. they always, almost always say CDT. Okay. And I ask them why. I'm like, well, is there any real reason why? And they're like, because it's more rugged. You have to really be kind of in your A game a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. It's more peaceful. Mm -hmm. I get a lot more solitude. Yeah. And they'll be like, you're the first person I've talked to in probably six days. And I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, you can go for days along here and you just, it's just solitude. Yeah. And it feels so good to have that peace. Mm -hmm. And they're like, that's what I'm out here for. Yeah, and they're like the the Pacific Crest. You could just walk along, and you're with everyone else. There's trails, tags everywhere. You know, yeah. sign. So you can go. And anywhere. I'm sure
0: garbage and yeah. all of the stuff yeah. that you just are trying to yeah. escape.
1: Yeah. So the CDT is, and it is even in the Anaconda Pintler, because um, I was a wilderness ranger in there as well mm-hmm. for geez, three four years, and it is. It's peaceful. Yeah. It's just super peaceful on the CDT, mm-hmm. and there's you know, it's like it's just there's something about it that I just really yeah. like. So yeah, I. I've always thought I would love to do the CDT in its entirety. Sure. And I'm hoping, you know, I still will at some point. You know, yeah. I keep saying, you know, it's like one of those things where you're like, yeah. oh, I'm going to do you got to put it on the
0: calendar, sister. Exactly. I know. And, and so when I, let's see, so I was two, let's see, 2010-ish. I'm trying to think when the hell I went into real estate. So so it was probably 2010 to 2015. I used to do a ton, a ton, a ton of hiking. And that was like my my big goal. Uh You know, I'm going to put in all these miles and I would love to do the CDT, but it was never a possibility for me because I had little kids. I had jobs. You know, I actually asked one of my employers. (laughs) I was like, what do you think about me leaving and doing (laughs) the CDT in two sections? I'd be gone for three months this year, three months (laughs) next year. And they're like, yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah. They're just kind of staring at me like, what is the CTD? I'm like, it's CDT.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're like the see
0: the <laughs> And I want to go hike it and they're like, Are you asking to work remotely? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no <you're... laughs> like disconnected. I'm not gonna work at all. You, like, strap solitude. your computer to you and no.
1: be like hiking, be like, so you wanna buy a house? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I worked hang at on.
0: the this is when I worked at the legislative audit oh, division. No. So I was working at the Capitol building and you got a bunch of like, God bless them, I love them. They're great humans, but like auditors. Can oh, you geez. imagine the personality of an oh, auditor? Yeah. I mean, they don't smile, no, they don't, there's uh, no joking. No. And I'm like happy and bubbly, and I'm like, yeah. I want to go hike the CDT and take three months off. And they're like, no, yeah, they're
1: like, why would you even no. do something right. like that? Yeah. They don't get, yeah.
0: But besides yeah. the, the issue aside from not having, um, the, you know, practicabi- practicability, practicability, practicability. <laughs> okay. The white claw, practicability, <laughs> practic- <laughs> the ability through my employment. White I could the, not. See, this is what
1: happens when you drink white?
0: <laughs> yeah. Those four sips the really four got, sips got me. From- <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so aside from not being allowed to leave my job because uh-huh. I was you know like most people yeah. they can't just leave for you know if you oh, did yeah because mo- there's a lot of people that do it like a month at a time each year or yeah, they'll they do, do sections yeah, yeah sections and that's yeah. what I would do yep. um, but anyway so aside from that fact I also at that time I'm like where I need somebody to teach me avalanche training. Yeah. I need to learn how to to do that the ice training like all of the oh, yeah. the snow stuff that you don't see on your everyday hiking. I mean, I could I could hike forever and ever and ever had the endurance, the cardio, all of that stuff, but, but you need the to learn. safety yeah. things. Yep. Yeah, and navigation that's,
1: stuff like yes, that. Yes,
0: all of that stuff. Um, And now I I feel like since then there's a ton more information that's out there because of the internet to help. And there's like a big collaboration of people that share information Mm -hmm. so that you can be more prepared to do it. But you still 100% need time and experience. And that's where people like you come in. I know. (laughs) Because I'm like, where the hell were you at back in the day? Because I couldn't find anybody to do that stuff. So tell me about Beyond the Backcountry LLC, which is all of what I needed back then.
1: Yeah, I know. That, and that's honestly why I made that business. Okay. okay. To like, comp- Yeah, that's why I did it. Because it was like, back in the day, I didn't have a clue either. I mean, I was wearing, you know, like jeans when I would mm-hmm. go out, and it was miserable. I mean, you know, cotton shirts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, this is what you do. Yeah, This is just, you know, how it is. And I couldn't afford a lot of this stuff either. No, it's expensive. I mean, it's, it's gear, super. <laughs> it's,
0: that, you oh need a whole gosh. job. Yeah, ju- exactly. You have to work at like Bob Wards or REI <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> just to afford I know. gear. I was like, can
1: I get a pro deal? <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> but yeah, and so I was like, you know what? I really want people to get outside, mm-hmm. but I don't want to have it, you know, like a lot of businesses that do outdoor um, recreation, like the stuff that I teach, mm-hmm. like the avalanche classes are pretty expensive. Yeah. And like, even because I teach wilderness first aid, I, you know, got my instructor e- during COVID. Sure. I was like, kind of shut down. So I was like, okay, what can I do? And this is when beyond the Backcountry kind of like, I started really pursuing stuff in this because I had before, but not a lot. If, okay. You know? And I was like, cause I like to procrastinate.
0: Really? <laughs> yeah. You perform best under pressure, you mean? Yeah. Got it. Yeah.
1: Like I, pro- I like, to, <laughs> <laughs> like I procrastinated. You know, everyone's like, oh, you really need to get this business going. And you need to get the," And I'm like, yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. And I just never did it because I was like, first off, scared. Mm -hmm. I was so scared because when you're in the outdoor industry and you're trying to like have a business like this and there's so many other ones out there doing it. Sure. I had that almost like you you call imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome,
0: syndrome, yep. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Where I was like, I'm not good enough. I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. So I just procrastinated and put it on the back burner every single year. And then, you know, like, like COVID happened. And I was kind of like shut down, Mm -hmm. you know, and I was like, well, what do I do? And I was like, I really want to like take all these classes and I really want to like start teaching it. Maybe this is going to like actually motivate me a little bit more. Sure. And so I took a wilderness first aid instructor course over in Billings Mm -hmm. and stuff. And then I took some first aid CPR instructor courses and I just kept going. I took avalanche courses to like, you know, up that because I'd always taught avalanche courses. In the past, but I really wanted to, like, provide a lot more. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, this is going to be my motivation. This is it. I'm doing it. And I, like, changed my – I used to actually be called the nomadic ice axe. Yep,
0: I remember that. Yeah.
1: And I hated it. Why? (laughs) So so during – like, this was, like, when I was living in Washington. My friend and I were literally – sitting on the side of a mountain and I always wanted to do a business and you know kind of motivate people and inspire people to get outdoors mm-hmm. and we're sitting there Dawn and I it was Dawn's her name and we're sitting there and I was like what, what should I name myself and she's like I don't know and we were climbing it, at Rainier at uh-huh. the time and she, we had ice axes. and she's like well you do a lot of ice you know like going out climbing with mm-hmm. like ice axes she's like how about the nomadic ice axe because at the time I wanted to be nomadic Sure. And mm-hmm. I wanted to just go freely wherever I wanted to go. That's why teach. you're on this show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I just want to go. I love people like you because yeah. I too, yes, that's, yeah. that's my like, goal just, in life. That's it.
1: I, I just wanted to go. And she's yeah. like, how about the nomadic ice acts? And I was brilliant. like, "Brilliant! this is brilliant. Yeah. So that's what I, I kind of stuck with it. Uh-huh. But over the years, you know how things change and you're yeah. like, mm, this isn't sounding so great anymore because I wanted to start teaching other stuff. And yeah. People... You know, when they saw the nomadic ice axe they were like, Oh, it's it's just you Sure, it's not a business, is it? And they kind of, and I'm like,
0: yeah, it sounds well, like an inspire yeah. maybe or like an influencer exactly. or something. Okay, so I can I, see and that. And I kept
1: having to explain it. You know, yeah. I was like, well, no, it's like I'm teaching classes, and I would teach them under that. And mm-hmm. people came to him, but they weren't. They were kind of confused sure. of what was really going on. And like, then yeah, it, you
0: could be like a presenter, exactly. like a t- like a motivational speaker yeah. instead of like an educator. I can yeah. see that.
1: Okay, yeah. So then I was like, okay, I got to change this. This is not working. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is not working. And I came up with beyond the back country and I was like, you know, trying to find it. And surprisingly it wasn't taken.
0: Wow. That's I know. the hardest part of business. Oh is finding. A name that's not, I was taken like, seriously, on Google,
1: like trying to put stuff in. <laughs> oh man. I had so many different names and finally I was like, well, I'm not just, you know, back country. I'm more than that. I'd uh-huh. like, you know, to do front country stuff. So it's like, Beyond the Backcountry. Brilliant. This like, <laughs> this is gold. <laughs> this <stuff. laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. So then I came up with that. I took all the classes. And I had no idea how to even make a website. I mm. had no clue what was going on. Oh. And I mean, I literally had tried a website probably for seven or eight years. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. And it just kept... Procrastination, yeah. being on the back burner, because I'm like, I don't need that. I got yeah. Facebook. Right. Yeah, and I'm like, it just wasn't working. So sure. I restructured everything and then I opened it. I literally just clicked the button. I was like, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. And I just clicked it and I just put it out to the masses that I changed my name. It wasn't the nomadic of face all oh, everywhere. Yeah. And it's been great. It's been really good. You know, nice. because and it's it's funny that now that I'm not associated with the nomadic Isaacs anymore, mm. and it's like it's kind of an official yeah. business now and a mm-hmm. business name. How much more, like, people are like, oh, this is who you are.
0: Got it. Oh,
1: uh, you're actually legit. Sure. You know, it's like, uh, I was legit before.
0: <laughs> Imposter syndrome is yeah. dead. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm real. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I'm really good. You know? <laughs> but that's what happened. Sure. It was just changing a name.
0: Yeah. Literally. Which led to really killer opportunity because I know. you are now teaching with? The Utah Avalon Center. Nice. Yeah. Like, and what's I, that going to look like? So,
1: Two years ago when COVID hit. Because I used to teach for the Gallatin National Forest Avalanche Center. Long-winded name uh-huh, there. Very much. But so. Yeah. <laughs> so I used to teach avalanche um, one-hour awareness classes through them. Okay. And then COVID hit, they kind of shut down, mm-hmm. and they restructured. And then I contacted them like a year ago, mm-hmm. and I said, hey, are you guys going to be picking that back up again in the area? Because I I literally was the only one doing the know before you go, um, which is – that's our one-hour awareness class. It's sure. called Know Before You Go. Okay. And <clears throat> it was me, and then Will Shoutis out of Phillipsburg was teaching it once. Mm-hmm. He taught it once up in, dis- like, Discovery Ski Area. And then there was a guy down in uh, Dillon that taught just one class Kay. up by Maverick. So I was literally, like, the only one for Gallatin teaching in this area for the Beaverhead Deer Lodge, which was kind of unheard of mm. because – but Beaverhead <coughs> Deer Lodge didn't want to take it on. They are like, we don't want to pay for it. We don't want to do it whatever. So Gallatin was like, let's take it on. So they said, go for it. Teach as many people as you want to teach and teach the Avalanche Clinic. So I was doing that for him. And I literally taught Northwestern Energy employees here. I mean, I was, I taught about 700 people.
0: Wow. Yeah. I
1: was all over the place during that year. But then, you know, like when things happened, they shut down, restructured. Mm -hmm. I reached out to him and they're like, well, we're not sure if we're going to keep going with that program over there. Mm -hmm. We're restructuring. I'm like, oh, crap bummer I know I was super bummed I was like damn it I was like yeah. I really like doing this because it was free to the public oh and it wow. was yeah so it was it's getting them out there it's not like you know like you should take classes in avalanche past the mm-hmm. free but it was kind of like giving them something to yeah. like get started mm-hmm. so I was su- yeah so I was super bummed out and I kept reaching out to them and they're like oh we're changing hands and this is changing and reach but you know like they would be like, oh just reach just later sure and I was like this isn't gonna happen right It's just not and I thought maybe if I just reach out to the actual Utah Avalanche Center that puts it on mm-hmm. maybe maybe somehow they will see me as a business that really wants to do this right And so I reached out at the end of last year it was like December January and mm-hmm. I was like, hey you know would you guys want to like have me do these cli- you know classes again mm-hmm. and they're like, oh <laughs> I was like, Yeah, and (laughs) so what happened was they actually said the same thing. They were like, "Well, we're restructuring." They know before you go, and I'm like, "Damn it!"
0: (laughs) I was like, "What's happening?" I know. I'm like, "What
1: is wrong with the universe right now?" And I was like, "Okay, fine." And they're like, "But we're happy that you reached out," you know. And I was Mm. like, "Okay, is this a form letter?" Yeah. And they're you know telling me that, "Hey, this is nice," but. Because most of them are ran by the national forest system. So I was like, okay, I'm kind of st- like stepping on toes here maybe. Mm-hmm. And this is my, t- this is territory that I don't know. Sure. You know? And I was scared. I was like seriously scared shitless. Because when you're dealing with that, it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a business. I'm one person. Right. And I've got these, like, huge entities of, like, the National Forest around me that are like, what are you doing? You know? Right. So I was like, oh, they're going to, like, never go for this. Mm-hmm. And so I reached out again, like, a couple months ago to the Utah Island and said, hey, by the way, you know, guess what? The season's coming up. And I'm still here. Yeah, and I'm still here. And <laughs> I would love to teach in the Butte, Anaconda, Deer Lodge, Dillon, you know, Phyllisburg area. Uh-huh. And he instantly got back. The, like, the, the people that were there were like, yeah. This wow. is amazing. And I was like, What what? Why the change of heart? I know, I was like, What the hell? <laughs> so I was like, Okay, just go with this, just go with this. Like mm-hmm. I panicked because I wasn't expecting a yes. I was expecting a form letter kind of a response of thank you very much, mm-hmm. but we've already got the national forest. So you know, yeah. pound sand. So I was like, But as I got a yes mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh, oh my gosh, this is not seriously happening. Right. And they were like, We would love to have you on as your business and do these free like clinics. Nice. And, and I was like, Holy crap. So yeah, I'm like super excited because this is something I have wanted so bad to bring with like, you know, my avalanche training because I Mm -hmm. do avalanche classes Mm -hmm. in my own business that people pay for up at Sugarloaf Lodge. Mm -hmm. And this was something I'm like, I really wanted to just get people started in and it's free. That's nice. It's free to the public. And it was something that was like people loved when it was here. And I was like, I really wanted that to come back. Awesome. And yeah, I couldn't believe it. So I... I'm just gonna go for it. I mean, it awesome. scares the crap out of me to, to be like honest. Yeah. It completely does because I'm I'm kind of in that bigger the, the industry, you know, where it's like you kind of gotta like make your own, right? And show so you know. And I'm like this little person over here going, well. <laughs> I don't. You got to start somewhere. I know. Yeah, it's like I don't have a lot of backing, and I don't have all these. You know, I just it's just me. I'm a one man band, like usual. For now, um, you can
0: always build. I mean, oh yeah. Well, and I do like
1: when I have like instructors. Like I used to just pay instructors by like a thank you very much. You know, because they're friends, right. And this last year, because my avalanche like clinics are actually taking off, mm-hmm. and they usually sell out now, which is great. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's like I had to get other instructors because doing it and myself, it's like I I can't do all this, right? And my instructors were my friends, and they're like, oh yeah, I'll come out and help you out for the day, whatever. Uh-huh. And I was just like, okay, and pay them in beer, you know? Yeah, be like, oh yeah, I've got beer, yeah, pizza, got beer. yeah <laughs> go. exactly. But now I'm like, okay, I gotta pay people. You know, yeah. so I'm, I've been paying. You know, every like my instructors, I bring on, I pay them and stuff like
0: that because I'm like, I, I have to.
1: Yeah. You know, it's like because I would want for that. quality for sure, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So
0: yeah, so I'm just going for it and I'm, good for you. When do yeah. these classes start? Because I'm interested. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> so you can do hold the me a spot. <laughs> yeah, I want to eventually for sure.
1: Well, I'm into like December. So, okay. yeah, so th- I'm kind
0: of like. Snow planning. contingency there if we actually have Ex- snow. Oh God, right? <laughs> just kidding. We should yeah, have snow. I'm
1: hoping so. But yeah, yeah so the classes, because they're just a one hour awareness, mm-hmm. um, they're indoors. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's just like basically in a classroom. Perfect. And you just get taught the basics of what to do if you're in the backcountry and you see an avalanche or you're in avalanche terrain. Yeah. Um, but it's just a lot of knowledge. Nice. And so those start in December. So I'm going to have them. I'm, I'm right now, actually, I was doing that today. Looking at different places that will let me have them there because sure. that's another thing is like they're free. Mm-hmm. They're through my business. Yeah. So and this is where I fail at a business uh-huh. is I have such a hard time
0: charging people. Yeah, it's hard like, to be a business if you're not collecting money. Know, exactly. <laughs> 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 like
1: yeah, it's like I have a hard time doing that. Yeah. And it's like I have to charge people stuff. For sure. But it's like with this, and that's why I'm like with this. It's free, so I can at least do this portion of it. But I yeah. need to find places that will be able to hold it for free. Host it. yeah, yeah. If you know, like that's I was,
0: easy. I'll help you out yeah. with that. There's <laughs> all sorts of places. What's your max size? What's your group size? I'm hoping, generally, I'm hoping 20, 20 Oh, yeah. yeah, that's doable. Yeah. I'll give you well, lots of suggestions. that's just it. It's like
1: you know, I would I reach out to some businesses, and they're like, "Well, yeah, you can have your class here." And they're asked size, and I'm like, "Oh, this is going to go great." And they and I'm that you know pricing would be well, it's going to be a hundred to two hundred to three hundred somewhere like a thousand.
0: Yeah, it's it and can I'm get like, expensive.
1: oh, and I'm like, you do realize this is free to the public, mm-hmm. and I'm just trying to you know get yeah. this out there. So that's why it's hard because I even with my clinics, people are always telling me you need to raise your prices because yeah. it's a it's value you're mm-hmm. giving a lot within that one day of clinic or two days, whatever I'm teaching. Yeah. And I'm like, I know, but I can't, I can't. Yeah. So it's, you know, I, I do have to raise it sometimes because life, yeah. you know, it's yep. like, it's a business. Go, this is, oh yeah, I mean, gas and everything is going up. Food's gone up. I mean, my it's like, I can't like, yeah. And so this
0: is like your sole, like income primarily, I, right? Yeah. Right,
1: exactly. I yes. mean, at the distinctly Montana stuff pays. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, but that's not monthly. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's project every, yeah. based, right? Yeah. And then, like, my artwork, same thing. It's just yeah. Let's talk time. about your
0: artwork. <laughs> you, I'm I'm I lit up when you said that because like, I'm stupid. I know. I'm like, oh. Well, it's it's always interesting to see people that have so much diversity to themselves that uh-huh. that are known for things because I'm I, th- I think all people are um, have different. Oh, sides yeah. to them, right? Like, oh, did you know that I draw or I do these things? But it's it's always interesting when somebody does it publicly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one thing to do your classes and be known for that and to um, also be yeah. an artist and have them in <laughs> two places, I believe now, right? Your art is being featured.
1: Yeah. I'm actually, I'm super excited that Mainstope, is it stop? Mainstope?
0: Mainstop? Uh, <laughs> I think it's stope. I don't know. Yeah, Mainstope. <laughs> stop, Mainstop? Mainstope? Okay.
1: Anyways, tomorrow uh-huh. night is the gallery opening okay and yeah i was asked by dave johnson he actually i didn't even okay so this is funny like you said diversity uh-huh dave johnson i have known for years okay he lives out in the um roosevelt
0: drive area oh i love it out there
1: yeah knew this guy for years he's like a backcountry skier climber everything and like you know i he, So if anyone out there knows, there's called the Dirty Socks Club, which Mm. was this like group of climbers. Well, he was actually a part of that. And he was like, you know, so this is this guy, right? Okay. I'm thinking he's this, because he is. He's He's like an OG, it sounds like. Yeah. And he's like this rugged guru, you know, that Uh I've known for so long. I mean, he's just like great guy. And he calls me up and he's like, hey, so would you like to be a guest artist during the gallery that's called The Blizzard? And the oh. Blizzard is like they do guest artists for the month of November, December. Okay. And I was like, sure. And I'm thinking, how does Dave know this gallery? I'm like, this is kind of what it's like random. Yeah, he, so he doesn't
0: own the gallery, and no, oh, he's okay. an artist. Oh, he's okay.
1: <laughs> Which I'm like, it's the, I didn't even think. I mean, I wouldn't think Dave. You know, so it's like weird how people. It is the diversity of like, they comes out yeah. in different ways. And like I'm thinking this like you know hardcore guru that's a climber, backcountry skier been around you know the block millions of times and i'm like not thinking yeah artist you know very soft soft side and creative
0: side yeah that's so cool yeah
1: so i was like oh my gosh absolutely i'll Mm -hmm. do this and then i was like that means i have to like what really actually make some
0: oh here we go again
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so here we go again i'm like oh crap i need to i had literally he told me this i'm not gonna say
0: probably two months ago okay
1: and i was like oh yeah i got two months no big deal I'm
0: going to get this done. It starts tomorrow?
1: Yeah. Are you going
0: home tonight and putting (laughs) something together? (laughs) Very funny. (laughs) Almost. Close, close. Okay. Going home and finishing (laughs) it tonight. (laughs) I'm going to frame it. And what kind of art do you do?
1: I actually do acrylic and Japanese style artwork, like ink work. Okay. And I base it off of my adventures. So, mm. like, if I go out and I photograph something, or if I'm with someone and they photograph something, I'll ask them, like, hey, would you mind if I use that mm-hmm. and interpret it in my way of what I feel it's like? Interesting. Yeah, so it's, it's really brightly colored, mm-hmm. and it's done in a style, I can't even really describe it. It's like a, the acrylics are all, like, water-based. Okay. They're not just acrylic, like, the paste mm-hmm. that's in it. Sure. It's almost like watercolor. And then I'll, like, take it down on a piece of paper and it almost looks like watercolor and it just creates this, like, really kind of kaleidoscope. Mm, And then on top of it, I put the inks. Okay. And then the inks, like, create the back, like, the mountains or the trees. Uh And, like, for this, like, show, I did ones because I was like, the blizzard, well, I kind of want to make it more winter. Okay. So I did two pieces that were based off of a trip, actually, into the Flints Mm. that I did, like, a couple months ago. We did a climbing, like, excursion back there and it was like it was amazing and there was a sunset and it was this beautiful pink I mean I can't even describe it was just absolutely stunning pink Mm. sunset and I was like I really really want to like watercolor this and I and so I did and then I kind of added some snowflakes to it which is just spitting some water like white watercolor stuff on top and so that one's in the show and then on the other one when on the same flints Mm. there was this beautiful old white bark pine and it was just like Oh, it just looked like an old soul. Mm. Like, it had so many stories of, like, the winters that's, you know, and all this stuff and the, like, little critters that have been around it. And Sure. You know. So it's like, I really want to do that one. So that's the other piece that I did for it. And the first piece, I yeah, I did, like, a few, like, oh, it was about, I'd say, four weeks ago or so. And I was like, mm. oh, this is great. And then the other one, literally, like, you know, about two, three weeks ago, but then I didn't frame them. Oh. And <laughs> So, and they needed to be in last week because this week they were going to hang the show. Gotcha. And I was like, I have time. And, you know, it's like my brain sometimes spaces out stuff and I'll just like, oh, forget about it. My coworker at work actually reminded me. She's like, don't you have a show coming up soon? And I was like, oh, "Oh, I was like, like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's the artist spirit, you know, free spirited. And she's like, do you have them done? And I'm like yeah she's I like well. <laughs> <I> was like, <laughs> she's like well what and I was like oh I'll go to Hobby Lobby or somewhere and get frames well that never happened and Uh-oh. all of a sudden I don't know where it spaced out and I really seriously realized oh shit they need to be in by Friday mm-hmm. and it's Monday and I had no frames and I'm thinking well maybe if I just like you know put them up against something I'm like try- <laughs> I'm like seriously trying oh, to think really. of all these things I could do besides frames and I'm like I wonder if Joanne has frames. Oh, no. I was like, no. so it's like Thursday. Thursday. Uh, we F- needed him on. One from, day before. Yeah. Thursday, I called Joanne, and I'm like, hey, so uh, do you guys have frames? And she's like, no. I'm like, oh,
0: shit. You are terrible. So,
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> oh seriously, God. at this point, like, I'm seriously fucked. Yeah. Because I'm going to have to seriously hand them A piece of paper going, this is my artwork. Oh,
0: my god! And I don't even have it
1: framed. I'm like, I have nothing. I'm like, Hallie, what are you doing? But this is me. I'm like, I seriously procrastinate so bad. Oh, no. So then I'm like, well, maybe Walmart, of all places. I'm like, I got to rely on freaking Walmart. Wow. Yeah. So I went to Walmart Mm -hmm. Friday
0: morning. Oh, my (laughs) God. The day of? So
1: I actually contacted the gallery. I'm like, calling them. I'm like, hey, so uh, when do I need my pieces in? And she's like, oh, well, you can have them in on by Saturday. We need them in by tomorrow for sure. Oh, so you have And I was like, top. oh, great, perfect, click. I'm like, shit, running into Walmart.
0: I'm surprised you didn't say, oh, I, I'll, I'll go take care of this tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> r- <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. So right. <laughs> it was on my mind. So, yeah, I went into Walmart, and I'm like, please, 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 please. And my artwork was done in a weird size because, you know, I don't conform to the, you know, 9 by 10, nothing. Sure. So it's all weird. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh, please have frames. I'm just going through their frames, and they're all for 5 by 7s, 8 by 10s. Typical. (laughs) And I see these two, because I wanted on black frames anyways, and I see these two frames, and they're like the floating frames, and it Mm. says from 5 by 7 all the way to 11 by 14. And I'm Hmm. like, Perfect. Perfect. yeah. So I'm like, score 11
0: bucks. <laughs> Saved by Walmart. And I
1: literally was like, okay, I'll go home and I'll frame them tonight. Well, I wanted to go out. So I was like, well, I'll do it after I go out. So Friday went climbing. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do them when I get home. Get home, tired. I'm like, I'm not going to frame them. Saturday morning oh rolls around. I'm in my kitchen. It's dark in my kitchen. And why I don't put the light on, I, I mean, I have an overhead. Don't don't put it on. I'm like, yeah, I can do this. So I'm literally putting, <laughs> putting my artwork in frame Saturday morning. Oh uh, Yeah, so, and I just put them down, like, drove down there Saturday, and I'm like, here you go. Oh. And I'm like, I really hope they look all right. There's not, I'm like, sure smudge marks. And stuff. But I was like, what was I thinking? Yeah. What?
0: Yeah, you gotta, you got to c- get control of that. You're, yeah. you're, you're worth yeah. more than that, sister. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, tomorrow night is Yay. When it, yeah. And okay. so I'm super stoked to have it in there because it's like, it kind of fits me too, the blizzard yeah. and everything, with uh-huh. the, like the winter and, yeah, so I'm pretty happy about that. I cannot wait to see what it looks like because this Are is like my first time I've actually been asked to yeah. be in a gallery showing, which is pretty cool. I mean, I used to have a gallery over in Bozeman, uh-huh. but I just had my work in there and sure. I owned you know, I own the gallery, so it's like, whatever. But this is the first time someone's actually asked me, and so yeah. it's, it's pretty special, and it, m- like, means a lot. Right. So, so That's awesome. Yeah, so tomorrow I'm like, okay, maybe I can go out during the day. I can go hiking, yep. and then I can just really, like, run there and do the gallery opening. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, no. probably not.
0: You should just be, in case something comes <laughs> yeah. up, yeah. you break down or you break a leg yeah. out. Yeah, you should yeah, just no. be there. No, I probably yeah. shouldn't yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> Promise me. I will. I <laughs> okay. promise you right here
1: I will not do that. Um. Maybe. <laughs>
0: You, um, you also have your art at 5518 Designs, I, I believe, do. right? Yeah. Because I, I, when I was in there, I remember seeing it perched up in the corner. I was like, oh, this is really yeah. cool. And, and it's, yeah. it's notably different from it their is. designs. And I was like, wow, this doesn't look like John Wick's designs. It, yeah. What is this? And I yeah. saw your name on there. yeah So how'd that come about?
1: He actually reached out, so it was, I think, a year ago. Mm-hmm. He had reached out to me and said, hey, we should do a collaboration, and, you know, we, you know, I love your artwork. I think it's really great. We do an artist series every year, and would mm. you want to be interested in that? And I was like, oh, absolutely. You know, once again, like, I don't know what I'm doing, but sure. Yeah, you'll figure it
0: out. Yeah, <laughs> and then
1: I started doing the trees that you saw that yep. were on this stuff, and I started just doing this because I, l- I really wanted to make. kind of looked
0: like feathers, kind of looked like trees, kind of. Yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. They were, it was beautiful.
1: Yeah, and I really wanted to do those. So I was like, oh, I'll just do those, and if he likes. Him, you know, and he mm-hmm. reached out and he's like, "We want those trees." Yay. He's like, "This actually, because he's got the tree for his logo." Uh huh. And he's like, "This is right up our alley." Yeah. He's like, "This is perfect." Yep. And I was like, "Are you being serious with me, John?" I'm like, "Don't, don't fuck with me right, right. now." Right. I'm like, <laughs> <You can't laughs> I'm like it. yeah. I'm like, I can't handle this. And he's like, "No, seriously." He's like, "Let's do it." He's like, "Send me what you have," and uh-huh. I, he's like, "Well, we'll go for it. We'll put it on shirts. We'll do stickers." Will promote the hell out of it. Yeah, and I was like, "Holy crap, this is not happening." That's Once awesome. And I get that, like, that stupid imposter thing keeps coming back yeah. all the time. Isn't it funny? It's so hard because it's like my artwork is good, but I yeah. have a hard time actually saying that. Yeah, and, you know, and let me
0: guess—you're like, not going to sell it either, because yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, so it's like I have a hard time like yeah. accepting that fact that people are like, "This is good." Yeah, that's you interesting. know, and so, oh, and I hate that. And so John's like. He actually seriously motivated me so much mm. because he's like, no, this is really good, Hallie. He's like, this is actually really good. Mm. He's like, so you you need to keep doing this. Don't put this on the back burner because I used to put a lot of that stuff just like, I'm not good, so I'm just yeah. going to put it back here. And he, like, made me want to keep doing it. And so yeah. now it's like I just took off with it. And that's sure. why with the gallery stuff, I, I wanted to say no. I was like, ah, and I was like, no, say yes. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: Like, Always just, say yes. Yeah. I was like, just say yes because <laughs> – it, it's, you know, something you got to get yourself out there and it's yeah. going to motivate you to do more. And you're, you're actually okay at this. Yeah. This isn't something you're bad at. So right. just go ahead and do it. Even if it's like scares the crap out of you. For sure. Yeah.
0: That's the key to success there.
1: Exactly. So it's like lately, that's what I've been doing. It's like, mm-hmm. I've just been literally, I mean, since my, you know, my finger accident, it's like, I've been literally putting, my, <laughs> you're I'm, giving me that like, like I'm what like, the hell's finger going accident <laughs> what <laughs> So it's like, since that happened like I think things have changed a lot for me and it's like I'm more willing to just put myself out there with a lot of stuff that I'm doing that I've procrastinated on sure in the past and I always told myself oh I'll do it one Mm. of these days and I just never did it right you know and it's like I'm not going to do that anymore
0: I can't yeah you know I'm not going to do that we're not promised any amount of time there sister you got to get stuff done (laughs) What, uh, what happened to your finger
1: it was a climbing accident, actually, in the flints, uh-huh. Um Five, actually, four months ago now. 4. Okay, five months ago, yeah. And it took part of my finger. Um, it actually amputated it. Okay. And so, we were climbing, kind of in this like oh crater area um, behind Mount Powell, and. Mm-hmm. We were on the second pitch, going up the third pitch, Mm -hmm. and for whatever, and it's alpine climbing, so stuff happens all the time. I mean, you just got to be, you know, aware of your surroundings and what's going on, but shit happens regardless. It's just going to happen, you know? It's like, you could get up off your chair right now and... And fall. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's like, (laughs) yeah. And it just, some by fluke, I was going up to the third pitch, you know, and... My finger, I went to grab for a hole to go, you know, start climbing, uh-huh. and it was loose rock, sure. and I thought it was secure. I, you know, mm-hmm. I kind of tested it out, made sure, and I went to grab, put my weight on it, Aww. and I honestly have no idea what happened next. Jeez. I really don't. I, it sheared part of the finger, and it was like, you know, dangling, kind of, Ugh. yeah, shattered, completely right. go- almost gone, Yikes. And so we had to get down through camp. It took, it took eight hour, eight and a half, almost eight, nine hours to get down to the ER oh in Anaconda. My
0: God. With a mangled finger. Yeah. And they don't, the fingers, they don't fuck around. Those things throb. Oh. I and can't it even it imagine. Ble- like I
1: lost so much blood coming out. Like th- I actually in the ER, thankfully I had a friend that works in the ER and he, mm-hmm. I, I texted him because when, I mean, I, I don't remember and I still right. don't, I don't remember much of going out. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, just, I think it was the adrenaline that got me there. Cause even the, you know, ER doctor was like, I think it was the adrenaline that Mm. actually got you to go to the truck and get you there. And like, you know, yeah, but it was just like, he Mm. like looked at me and he's like, because I, I was texting him, actually, to the ER. I'm like, are you working the ER tonight? He's like, <laughs> "He's like, yeah, but I was just ready to leave. Why? And I was like, well, I had a little accident. <laughs> I, was, I was like, could you please be there for me? And he was amazing. He's like, oh, absolutely. That's great. He's like, I will stay here, and I will be certain to, like, have everything ready for you. And I got to the ER and Anaconda. They were amazing. That's they awesome. They were, like, on it. And, yeah, the ER doc was, like, you probably don't want to look at your finger because it's really not there. Yeah, not and I was pretty. like, oh shit! And the only thing I think is they're gonna amputate it. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna flipping amputate my finger, and I am like, my climbing days are over. Wow. I just all of a sudden, you know, it's like all these bad things come and to your art head too. Yeah, it's uh, it's on, on your, my left. Your thankfully. left, thank yeah. goodness. Okay. but I was like, <clears throat> it's it's done. I'm done. Like, and you know, because stupid things go through yeah. your head when the accidents happen, and I started thinking I was an idiot. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I was an idiot. I should have known better. Yeah, you sure. know, it's just like these guilt th- and all this stuff started happening. And thankfully, I came over here because the doctor, the air doctor, is like, we can try to fix this. Uh-huh. And I, and they're like, it might not go well. It's <laughs> so yeah. like they're like because you pretty much lost it all, you know. Yeah. And I was like, oh, not
0: much sh-. time. Yeah, like, doesn't like the flesh. Yeah. kind so of Yeah. So they with actually
1: reimplanted time. it. Oh my gosh. And yeah, so they reimplanted it to kind of look like a, a fingertip, which it, it impressively does. It looks sure. like a, you know I can't really feel much of it, and mm-hmm. I'm missing part of it. And, you know, I have to have it covered because the nerves are, I mean, it's extremely painful and it will be, you know, and, but I actually had to go and I'm still in counseling groups for it. Wow. Because it it was the trauma Uh. and it was what happened and how
0: it happened. And And it could have been so much worse because you had no control.
1: Oh yeah. Well, like even when I was up there, I was like, I swung, for some weird reason I literally swung out of the way of the rock. I don't know what happened or what was going on i know Mm. i was going into shock at one point but there was just there was like weird stuff i can't even like describe that was going on up there when i was like waiting Mm. you know and we're trying to get down and everything it was just like this weird i don't peacefulness and there was Oh. oh it was weird
0: there was some weird stuff it going sounds on. Sounds like you were dying, <laughs> <laughs> peaceful and oh,
1: well. It, don't it, go yeah, towards exactly. the light of <laughs> the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was this weird peace. Yeah. Oh. You know, even though I was like losing, like I was losing a lot of blood, oh. and you know, I had to get down. I had to like, but there was something that just, I don't know. And yeah. after that, things changed. Like it's like stuff just kind. Of, I I actually for the first two weeks that it happened, I kind of hid. I hid. I didn't even tell my parents. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to tell them. I didn't. I told my brother and sister, but I didn't tell anyone. Mm. I didn't want to. I was like, I just didn't. I hid. I completely hid from everyone. My friends. I didn't want to tell them anything. I wanted them to leave me alone. Right. And they didn't. And you know, like they didn't understand. Mm. They were like, "Why do you want to be left alone? You know, I want to come help you. I want to come talk to you. I want to like come support you." And I was like leave me alone. Yeah. Like it just, I, I don't know what it was. It was this weird thing that was going on. And so I r- actually reached out to a climbing group that is mm. for like grief and trauma yeah. and stuff. And I was mm. like, is this normal? I was, yeah. like, I was like, I don't even know if this is normal anymore. Like, right. I feel like I'm not myself. I feel like something is like missing and mm. gone. And I'm like, something's wrong. Sure. And people that have had this happen, when it's an actual accident, you know, that mm-hmm. something you love takes yeah. something from you and causes that trauma, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, this is perfectly
0: normal. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, they
1: were like, this is perfectly normal. You're gonna just going to go through it, and hopefully, you know, the people in your life will see that, and mm. they will, like, accept that and just, you know, just tell them, though. Just sure. tell them that this is what's going on, right. and you'll, you'll get through it. Yeah. And, yeah, it's been, it's been a, like, trial and error kind of thing of, like, oh, you know, but I've found that doing my artwork and, like, doing the writing and actually getting out there and being in nature more and, like, doing this stuff is helping more than I ever thought. (laughs) Yeah, and it's, like, the procrastination, yeah, it's still there, you know. But it's, like, it's there, but I'm not Mm. procrastinating on the things I've wanted to do anymore. It's, like, because when that happened, it was, like, shit, I could have been gone. Yeah. And I wouldn't be here. Scary. And for some weird reason, I am. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not going to do that. So that's why it's like, I'm just going for it. Good for and you. I'm yeah. Taking on probably a, a lot. Sure. But it's like, why not?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. You, know? you get. I don't, I, I don't comprehend. <clears throat> I, I know that the people are all, you know, from different cloths or whatever mm-hmm. the hell that saying is, but <laughs> I don't know how it goes, but uh, I, I, I don't, I get, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I can't comprehend people that just are okay going through life. Just, yeah comfortable and never changing, never trying new things, never risking, never. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just think to myself, if I'm lucky enough to get like 60 years, I think the average life expectancy is like 75 now. But if you're lucky enough to get 60 years on this earth, I'm 39. Like that means I have 20 years left. And then your health, you factor that in, you know, you gradually get older. Like you've got such a window, a small window to accomplish all of the amazing oh, things you want to do, exactly. like, man, you cannot procrastinate no, in life on no. things that you love.
1: Yeah. And I <coughs> used to until unfortunately that happened. Yeah. You know, cause I always thought, ah, eh, whatever. And now I'm like, shit, I don't have that much time. No. You know? And it's like, so yeah, I try to balance, you know, going out and doing all that stuff and my own stuff to like for my personal growth. Right. But I also like with the beyond the backcountry stuff. I like yeah. to help other people giving out. back
0: and yeah, yeah. And I hope and I
1: really do. I hope my story of mm-hmm. what happened does actually inspire people to like you know that they can still go on if something happens. Sure. Like it's not you know it's not the end of the world. It may seem like it's the end of the world, yeah. but it's not. It's really not. There's a lot more you can do out there and inspire people with this kind of like you know like this kind of an injury or any kind of an injury or. Sure that yeah that type yeah. of thing it's like you can still go out and do stuff you Absolutely. Know? I'm like I'm climbing still yeah you know, I wasn't supposed to be after surgery <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be but you know yeah. it's like I'm gonna do it screw it I'm gonna yeah. do it this I can't imagine giving up
0: something that you love just
1: oh it it, it scared th- it like actually terrified me mm. I seriously thought if I can't like do something I love which is you know I love to climb yeah and I'm like if I can't do that I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I can go, you know, back to what I, you know, because I hike a lot too. And I yeah. do like a lot of backpacking and going mm-hmm. off trail and bushwhacking and going up into peaks. And sure. I used to do a lot of summit stuff. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, I can do that. But it was, sure. there was something going to be missing. Yeah. And I was like, can I handle that? Right. If it's missing, I'm like, well, yeah, you can still go on. Yeah. Even if it's like, if you can't do it, you can still move on. Yeah. There's so many adaptations
0: yeah. and ways that you can oh, do. yeah. You know, the,
1: the world is crazy yeah. at
0: coming up with ways to work around stuff exactly and, and that's like
1: with my climbing I'm adapting you <laughs> know a little bit of different you know because I can't feel different, grips, yeah, so different grips and everything. stuff and I'm going through physical therapy for it right now and mm. stuff and it's like it'll it'll get there you know yeah. and it's like I have days where I'm like just don't talk to me because I'm having a bad day right you know, but that's everything in yeah. life you know you just get through it and you move through it yeah and I think and
0: people like I don't know like a finger injury you think about like yeah. a finger injury like ah what the hell do you need a finger for unless you're playing oh, piano yeah. but like as like that climbing it's so but well, yeah that. it's lack of understanding yeah, people is. don't know like oh, but, but totally when you're climbing it's it's, it's everything. everything like I remember yeah. um so first of all we have a new gym in town I'm sure you know about that it's a it's a rock climbing gym
1: I, uh, teach there uh, you <laughs> yeah,
0: <I> do. yay <laughs> I
1: teach the, I, yeah I help teach the kids climbing yeah, it's amazing I, it's a it's a really fun place. Oh, I can't
0: even, I, I cannot wait to get in there. Um, you haven't been, I no, I have not, I've been slacking and here I am being hypocritical. I'm just, yeah. Um, I need to get in there now that they're open. I definitely want to, but I have not done any climbing, which I, back in, you know, same time frame before real estate when I actually had a life, <laughs> um, uh, same thing. I got into trying climbing and I yeah. went to Spire. Is it oh, not yeah, Spire? Spire? Yeah. Spire in yeah. Bozeman. Bozeman yeah. Cause we didn't have that here in Butte. Yeah. And I was like, son of a beehive. Like if we only had that here in Butte, cause I loved it. I was like hooked. It was so much fun. Yes. But back to your finger story, you do not realize how much like no, your no. grip on things and like it's also it's way more legs than anything it should be oh, but people don't be, know that no, yeah. and, and you, you're like... trying to put everything on your hands yeah, your forearms yeah. yeah you just don't know yeah. until you you start to know yeah. or whatever which i still don't know by the way i'm just <laughs> saying that that's i was told that and then i know that but i haven't i, I still use my hands and my <laughs> forearms right <Exactly. laughs> no butt or too, arm yeah. or leg workouts yeah. happen um, when i'm i'm still legs
1: Hallie, there's legs yeah
0: yeah you got these big old huge muscles and why would you use those when you have little I know, forearms it's like, you can burn out right exactly. <laughs> you don't need um, legs yeah but just no lower. like you're I, I just think that people would I mean probably think that oh well you, what do you mean you couldn't still climb like yeah. it's literally yeah. it, it's the the contact point yeah. for everything that you do so that would be absolutely oh it, it was, traumat, traumatizing yeah, it was frustrating
1: because yeah. you know I get the like well, it was just a finger. And I'm like, just a finger. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, okay, they just don't know any better. No, like, they just don't get like, Yeah. Or they're like, well, it could have been that or yeah. wow. You been your you- whole leg. Yeah, Or at least you didn't lose the thumb or you didn't yeah. lose that finger. And it yeah. was that finger. And I'm like, well, technically actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was hard to like, just, you know, like be like, yeah. okay, just let it go. It's okay. Yeah. But it would be frustrating. And like when people would say that, no joke, like I literally would go home just Fuming mad. Yeah, I bet. I'd get, I'd go home so mad and my day would just like be like, cause it almost like made it seem trivial. Sure. If that makes any sense. Like Mm -hmm. it seemed like, well, what happened was trivial. Like, oh, come on, seriously, that's what you're going to bitch about. Right. You know, there's so much. There is. I mean, crap, it could have been worse. Right. And there is worse out there. Absolutely. Sure. But it it, it almost made it like seem trivial. Like they were like, oh, come on, seriously. It's just a finger. Get over it already. Yeah. And so it's like, that's what I kind of want to do too, is like let people know that, you know, it does, it does affect a lot, even if it can be something small you know, and like to educate people mm-hmm. on that a little bit better because it's amazing. Like until something like this happens, yeah. like, you know, cause I didn't, yeah, you don't know. No. And, and then it's I,
0: your passion, it's your livelihood. Yeah. It's kind of, it's all of it yeah. wrapped into one. Yeah. So.
1: so when it happens, you're like, oh crap, no, I was in that cardio room. I'm like, oh, it's just a finger. Come on, seriously, yeah, get yeah. over it. You know, cause I would, I'd probably say that to someone because mm-hmm. you don't you just know. You don't know. Yeah. And then when it happens, you're like, oh shit, it's not, it's right. everything. And like me, I touch everything. Like when I'm hiking, mm-hmm. I like to touch the grass. I touch the pine trees next sure. to me. I like to feel the larch and rocks yeah. and everything. And it's like so it's like, oh crap. Yeah. It's just different. You sure. know? And so it's yeah, it was just like, well, I guess I gotta relearn things a little bit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so we've got your your Beyond backcountry, your photojournalism, your art, um, in know. two different places. What is next before? Because so, we wrap this up, I think we're at over an hour at this point. But oh, shit. I know, I know, we could ramble well, forever. Last time happened, we did too. I know last time. That... <laughs> and we weren't even drinking know, four drinks like, of white I like, claw and a Coors Light <laughs> last time. <laughs> it's like sit back, ladies. And yeah, gentlemen, because right this here is we go. A four hour show. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna blab all night. Um, yeah. But what's so, next?
1: Well, I'm actually working on. Um, besides doing the Know Before You Go stuff and getting that all squared away, I'm going to be doing a women's retreat up at Sugarloaf Lodge. Mm. Yeah. I'm a, I usually do a full moon one, so I'm working on that. But the one thing I'm working on with Distinctly Montana, and it's not going to be in their winter article because it already had to be in by now, is I'm going to be doing some stuff with my, some winter overland travel with my dogs. And so oh, my God. <laughs> and fun. Yeah. Well, like, when I was little, and this, is, this goes back, like I'm talking, like four or five years old, and my parents can attest to this. Is I used to like I didn't have a lot of friends, mm-hmm. you know. I just didn't. I was one of those kids where I was just like always out trying to test myself and yeah. doing weird things, you know. And mm-hmm. our ranch, and I'm like, ah, I'm gonna go out and you know, my mom would yell at me, get in the house, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, I'm not getting in, you know. Defying mom, and yep. it's like I always liked the dog sledding stuff and the dogs and going on like overland and doing like things that were just kind of different. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'd really like to do that. Well, then I tried doing that when in, in West Yellowstone. I knew some people that did, you know, overland travel, and it just didn't materialize. It was—it's a lot of work. Overland a, travel is dogs, yeah, like dog sledding, and yep. like going to travel and kick. I have like a kick. I'm getting a kick sled, uh-huh. and I'm gonna be like, and this is, this is just like a dream come true, right? And so I was like, oh, you know, it'll work out. Never did. And huh. then I went to Washington. I knew I actually know a few people that are actually racers. They uh-huh. race sure. in the Iditarod. They're like crazy. Yeah. I didn't, shit is I had intense. no shit. Like, well, I was like, oh, this is going to be nice and gentle. Yeah. Oh, Mm-mm. those, they are like crazy. Yeah. The dogs are like a super.
0: I ex- just just nonstop. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I was like, oh, shit. I didn't realize this is what it's really about. But it was fun. It was like, oh man, this would be a lot of fun. But I'm not like I'm like, well, what can I do? And so I, you know, distinctly Montana. Like I was like, well, maybe I want to like write something about this. Yeah. And so what I'm doing, and I'm trying to learn with them. Is I got harnesses for him. I'm getting a kick sled coming pretty soon. Okay.
0: And I'm, I want to really go solo across. Time out. What kind of dogs? You're not running (laughs) like miniature chihuahuas or anything, right? Tell me these dogs are big enough to like pack you.
1: (laughs) Actually two Pomeranians. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, Charlie is a Husky Blue Heeler mix. Okay. And then Ranger is a McNab Blue Heeler Collie mix. Okay. She's big and she's like, she's so smart. And oh, I just love them. They're ch- and Charlie. I thought, oh, this is going to be you know, they're not going to know what they're doing. But for some sure. reason, Charlie knew. Kind of like natural. I got, yeah, I put the harness on her, and she just was like, oh, this is oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to pull you. Yeah. And Ranger, on the other hand, was like. So wait a minute, Mm -hmm. you know, like doing the whole like blue healer, like calculating the plan, like, Mm -hmm. okay, so wait, you're putting me on the front, you're Mm. in the back, I'm pulling you. Yeah, no. No, I chase you and I (laughs) I attack your heels. Yeah. she was like, this isn't working,
0: mom. So we're going to bond really quick. So fun fact. (laughs) Um, We never talked about this last time. I'm glad we did a second interview. So when I was a kid, I had a dog sled team. You're shitting me. No, I am not. I would not shit you. I would not (laughs) shit you. (laughs) No, seriously. So so, yeah. So same thing. It it wasn't a team. It was, I had two and then two, uh, two lead dogs and two pups. So I was, I want to say probably nine or 10 years old and I was obsessed. I was going to move to Alaska. I was going to live alone in the middle of the wilderness. That was going to be my life. Oh yeah. Same thing. And I was the same. I was lived on a ranch, wandered around my mom was the same thing. I had, you know, I had friends of course at school, but I was like, I would much rather be alone with my dogs, with my animals doing my thing. Um, and I was madly obsessed with dog sledding. So I went to the race to Montana in basin every, you know, in the and yeah. I came through. They had a spaghetti feed and basin, and I, um, I go down there and meet the racers. Well, I wanted to do a team so bad. My dad actually welded me and built me a sled. I mean, it was welded. It's not, do you, you know, still have it. Uh, it's probably still at the ranch. Yeah. Oh my god. And it was. I mean, it was the coolest thing. It was heavy, dense. Oh, I, I mean, bet. it. You know, it's <laughs> not made, but it was something, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. And I remember going out there that uh, when he made it for me and they, you know, they brought me outside and they're like, you know, we have this surprise for it. I was like, oh my God. And I thought I was going to die. I was like, oh my God, (laughs) this is happening. I'm going to be an Iditarod racer. You know, that was what's going through my mind. Oh yeah. Would have been, I mean, like I loved it so much. So went to the, um, race to the the race race to the sky. And one of the, the mushers, came through and he was from Kalispell and he took to me, he answered all my questions and all my obnoxiousness. (laughs) Let me hang out with him. And I was just like in awe. Oh, I bet. And he gave me his two dogs that were, he was getting ready to retire to train my pups that I had, that I had just was getting. So I ended up having these two retired. Um, Oh my God, I can't remember their names now. Blue Jay and Oh my God, I'm a terrible human. I cannot remember the other (laughs) name. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It does matter. I feel bad. Sorry, blue Jay and whatever the other one's name is. Um, (laughs) Anyway, but then I got two pups that were, I think they were like, they were like Husky, Akita, something like that. Uh I can't remember what, but um, they were supposed to be training these puppies. Well, you, those dogs are like straight protein. and it's numerous times a day and they are like you said high energy i am like nine years old i'm out there like hacking up a frozen dead calf that died to try to get extra protein to feed these guys i got like a steak knife out there trying to hack (laughs) up this dead animal which i don't know what i'm doing like it just it was just too much work i couldn't maintain it it was impossible but you'd see me out there we'd have a four-wheeler my dogs would be pulling me on the four-wheeler and then they'd be pulling me on the sled the sled would like go right past it was it was i mean a nine-year-old trying to figure it out right but the dream is still there like and I still to this day have not gone on a dog sled ride at least a ride but I'm gonna I'm we're gonna go to, to Alaska I'm gonna take my husband there we're gonna go fishing oh and gosh. I'm gonna do a dog sled race so yes I feel you I'm bonded yes. to you now for life that is, that is awesome <laughs> yes so you sh- oh you should totally gosh. do this because people are yes. obsessed with this sport or this lifestyle
1: yeah so that's what I mean I've just so I actually asked distinctly I was like well for spring you know because I wanted so I wanted to do this Two years ago, actually. Two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this would be great. And I wanted to do, like, in the gravelies mm-hmm. go the whole 80 to... There's, like, a, the route, you know, gets snow covered. Sure. That you can go through the gravelies But there's a route that goes from, like, outside Ennis area. And it kind of goes, winds its way through the gravelies And it comes out. And it's about almost 80-some miles long. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I want to do this so bad. And then there's another section in the Pioneers mm-hmm. that I really wanted to do. And uh, this is all based off of um this one race up in the arctic and it's like called this ultra 6633 and it's a foot race Okay, so I was like, oh, I can piece this together, and it's like a you know 125 mile race, mm-hmm. and it that doesn't have the dogs in it. But I was like, kind of like, well, how can I do one with the dogs? Because I really yeah. want to have the dogs. I don't want to just do myself. Yeah, you know. But I wanted to be myself, like actually helping the dogs. I don't want to just have them do stuff. Yeah, yeah. Make it a
0: journey together. Yeah, so That'd be like fun. Well,
1: yeah. So I asked him. I'm like, well, can I do anything, you know, for the spring article? Because I didn't get one in for winter because mm-hmm. that turned into a fiasco. I was trying to get with the 1923 oh. production. Oh my gosh, that was seriously a fiasco. Fiasco. Didn't happen. Okay. So <laughs> another story, another time. Another story, another yeah. time. Yeah. So great people reached out to me, but just didn't happen. Um, so I asked them, I'm like, well, what are you doing for spring? And they're like, Well, you know, our articles are gonna be based off of Montana waters and all this stuff. And I was like, crap. I'm like, would you guys be interested in an article on, you know, me taking my dogs and doing an overland kind of like a mini little expedition kind of style thing? And I have a kick sled and I go out solo and I camp out and I was like, how, how would that work?
0: And I'm like, any interest? Cause it's so, interest? I'll pull it out of my ass.
1: <laughs> Make it work. I was like, cause I really want to do this, you know, so bad. Yeah. And, and like I said, I wanted to do it three years ago and I didn't do it because I was going to do it with a friend of mine mm-hmm. and she like from Washington and she, she couldn't do it. You know, she came out here and she was like, she, had, you know, well she came out here in a camper, had camper issues. Oh, it was another fiasco sure yeah so she had to go home and I was like damn it and I and everyone's like just do it go Mm. do it solo yeah yeah, yeah. shit about anyone and I didn't Mm. and I kicked myself because I was like well I don't want to go solo I don't want to do this because what And it was all the what ifs yeah yeah. what if this happens what if that happens so I just didn't do it Well, then, you know, year two, last year rolls around, same thing. Everyone's Mm -hmm. like, why are you not going out and doing this? And then I had friends that were like, well, you shouldn't really be doing it. You're going to what? You're going to do that by yourself? Oh, that, you shouldn't do that. Oh, stop it. (laughs) You know, and I was like, oh, come on now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it was still like, oh, crap, maybe Mm -hmm. this is stupid. So I was like, the what ifs came back in. I was like, I don't want to do this because the what ifs again, Yeah. let it go. And then this year, you know, I was like sitting there thinking about it. I'm like should I really do it? I really, really want to do this. And I was like, why am I procrastinating? (laughs) And I'm like, no, just do it for fuck's sakes. Yeah. And so that's why I'm like, okay, so I bought the harnesses for him. So I've been going out and, you know, at night Uh after I get off work and just taking them with the harnesses and letting them run and stuff Mm -hmm. and kind of getting it down and everything. Cause I used to know everything about it from like helping my friends that were Mm -hmm. in it. And I was like, okay, I can, I can do this. And so I've just been doing some research and stuff and Luckily Charlie kind of knows what to do and Ranger's still not on Yeah. <laughs> She's still not on board. She's still like this is bullshit. Yeah, no, and I'm not, not doing <laughs> Yeah. She's like, yeah, no. So I actually have for Ranger, because I'm like, well, cause the kick sled is small enough. It's not mm-hmm. like a, a big actual sled. It's a sure. small kick sled that you can put your stuff on the front. Mm-hmm. And Charlie couldn't actually pull that herself because you're actually not just, you know, her pulling you, no, you're, you're running. running oh, with you're it running with it. pushing yep. it. Yep.
0: Yeah, so... All the hills, you're yeah, doing the work. exactly, and just, which
1: yeah. that's what I want, because I want mm-hmm. it to be my power, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I have that for Charlie, but for Ranger, I actually have the harness, and I actually got her a sled. Mm. And she's got a little sled that she can put stuff in. Oh, fun. <laughs> so I'm, ho- I'm hoping, because she actually... She likes to, when she's walking and stuff, she kind of keeps the same speed because uh-huh. she's like just smart. She's like, I'm not going to exert my energy. Whereas Charlie's like, what? And all over the you know, yeah. hillside. Whereas Ranger's like, I'm just going to keep the same speed. So mm-hmm. I actually got her a little harness and I'm actually going to put the sled on her and she's going to pull some of the gear. Oh, that's cool. And then I'm going to be on the other one with ahead like Charlie. Of her, ahead her so she of can her. chase you. Yeah, so she can follow and track me. Yeah, that and makes so, total sense. Yeah, so that's my next thing that I'm working on right now mm-hmm. is I'm trying to get them, like, you know, trained as much as possible whenever I can get out there and get them to do that. Yeah. And I'm, like, you know, working with them a lot more and just, like, being out there with them so I can do this article and just Fun. have this experience with them because yeah. it's been something the more I've just wanted to do it for so long. Yeah.
0: And it's like, I've got to like
1: this childhood dream. I've just got to do. Yeah. I'm just, ugh.
0: yeah. I want to be a photojournalist journalist for distinctly Montana yeah. <laughs> too. I don't know what I would do articles on, but that would be so fun. So you've got, you a, you've got you a life. The, you can ride in the kick sled. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> you can come for a day. <laughs> perfect. That would be so much fun. Yeah. No, that would be awesome. You And you really do. You have a life that I would live. I do live vicariously through. Cause as I'm sitting here in my job that I have to, my business that I'm, you know, the <laughs> Putting my time. This is my season of money earning or well, whatever. We're, we're and
1: going to the bouldering gym then.
0: We're yes. Go. Oh my god! Please Let's, take me and teach I me because I don't know.
1: Oh, it's it's a lot of fun there. I oh didn't my god! Know I can't you wait. Had Never been so now no. that's where we're going. And Jen
0: DeLong, the owner, yeah. one of the owners, is. I mean, she even. I mean, she's the sweetest thing. She's oh, she's like, really sweet. Yeah. They're like, oh, we have a Halloween party. You should come. Oh, Tracy, will renew your membership for you. You never so came in to try. Oh, so she's she constant. Keeps out she does. At you she's wonderful. I just haven't. Yeah, I've had this thing the last like year that I cannot be on schedule. like everybody and yeah. it's not that I cannot, I will not. Exactly. I am yeah. actively and conscientiously <laughs> rebelling against schedules because yeah. I have lived my entire last you know almost eight lives on somebody else's time, oh, somebody yeah. else's schedule I I totally and I am it. pulled every direction. I'm like, no, I am not gonna commit to anything yeah and if the if the moment says, I'm going to go do hot yoga. I'm like, okay, but I'm not scheduling it. And yeah. oh, you know what? Right now feels like a good time for a hike, but I'm not scheduling it. Yeah, <laughs> so no, the same. same here. It's
1: like I just, I don't like schedules anymore. I just can't, I, I can't, can't do it. Yeah, it's like, it drives me crazy when people are like, could you have this date and this date? And could we meet on this date yeah, and this date? That's why it took us oh, like four weeks crazy. to schedule. Do you, exactly. you remember us yes. trying to
0: schedule this? Yes. I'm like,
1: this well, is like literally like, it's like
0: a month and the, a half. The universe the process. Came together
1: Cause it's like, <laughs> I would be like, well, I can't do it this day. And you'd be like, well, I'm not doing it. This
0: is terrible. Like, um, is this actually? <laughs> free birds? We're free birds. Exactly. Damn it. That's what this podcast is about is <laughs> people that do what they want when exactly. they want. And they live their exactly. lives on their own terms. Exactly. Oh my God. But when they collide. Yeah no I'm just kidding I'm sure. but no I would love to come with you that would be super fun oh, we've got that. to get a hike in I would I love know. to do that and I totally feel you so I am going to be attending your classes because oh, I want to yeah. learn medic I want to do all of that stuff and then work towards a goal to to do sections of the CDT oh, or love it. any yeah. of them and in yeah. the same I would want to do it solo have
1: you done any of the anaconda pintler
0: oh yes that was okay. that is my favorite I've done a ton that when I was yeah. really into backpacking that was my primary place that I went oh, Love yeah. it. it's my favorite yep. Yeah, and it's terrible, and nobody should go there. <laughs> it's really bad. It's like, horrible. Oh, I I
1: heard there's like probably fifty grizzlies. Oh yeah. Oh, it's every bad. Quarter. Like no. I got I got mangled
0: the last time I was in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the mosquitoes huge. Yeah, it's terrible. So. Oh
1: yeah. I heard there's nothing but like winter storms in there yep. all year round. Yeah, none the of that. anaconda pillar I heard is just. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't even, I would never go there. No, actually no, no. never, <laughs> never.
0: But no, I want to <laughs> learn the winter side of things from you. So I'm oh, going to be yeah. taking your classes and I would love to get out and do the snow stuff too. Cause I have not even uh, really, I haven't even thought about like the dog sledding thing since I was yeah. little, but I really, Oh, if you ever wanna really want to go out when to. I'm oh like, God, help me train them. Yes. Yeah. Call me. Let's do it. Call me. Oh, I will, yeah. I will schedule that and I will commit to that. Okay. <laughs> oh, that would be it has amazing. to involve <laughs> the dog. Yes. Dogs. Any dogs. I'm there.
1: I would love that because I, you know i love company like yeah. especially for that kind of stuff with the dogs and stuff yeah. and it's actually good because if i have someone to distract mm-hmm. and i have to go buy them yeah you know it's like it helps to get them like to go on by and yeah you know, to not distract them charlie still hasn't learned that yeah you know Forgive but him. yeah no that would be great i would absolutely love that
0: well it's a date it
1: is and <laughs> the wolverine it's a date
0: <laughs> perfect well until then um, yes, thank you so much no, for joining you. me again. Again, take I Take two. I, um, I hope this interview was better than the last, although <laughs> the last was pretty awesome. We got to hear a lot about your past. I know. Um, but this is cool. You do meaningful things in life, and I love that you give from your heart, and you do it for all of the right reasons, not for just... Financial gain. Yeah. It's it's yeah. really for you're exactly. like people try to pay you and you're like no so you I don't know. do this for financial I, I gain. Yeah, the
1: back of my <laughs> truck has a mattress and a sleeping bag in
0: it. That's where I live. No, just yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> because I give. Because I give so much. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. Thank you for what you do for the community. Thank you for oh, being on welcome. here and spreading the word on some of the the awesome things that you're involved in. And if anybody is um, out and about tomorrow to see the blizzard, yeah, do you know the ha- address by, by chance?
1: Oh, um, Dakota oh. Street. Oh, it's actually in the IRBC building. They moved, yes. In beautiful Butte, Montana. Yep, so they moved uptown
0: to IRBC. Perfect. Well, that sounds great. I guess I'm going to have to stop over tomorrow then and check it out too. 5 to 8 (laughs) p.m. 5 to 8. I'll hopefully be there. (laughs) Yeah, you will be, you promised. (laughs) (laughs)
1: You caught that one.
0: Yes. (laughs) All right, Hallie. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you being here again, and it's time to clock out. we